0: Hello and welcome to the Edge of the Box Football Podcast, the show where we aim to challenge football convention with thought-provoking and outside-of-the-box points of view. Today we're discussing what everyone in football is discussing, the European Super League. Now, uh, we recorded this on a Tuesday evening and as you see, news was breaking about it as we were talking and I'm pretty sure that by the time the episodes published, more news would have broken. But anyway, here's our initial reaction to the absolutely mad proposals. Uh, Oh, and Tottenham's manager got sacked or something. I'm your host, Harry Brent. Um, OK, right. Um, we're recording this on Tuesday and usually I take a few days to edit these sorts of things. But I'm going to try and edit this as quickly as I can and get it out just because obviously this story is a big and, and you know, constantly changing. Uh, just as we're recording, there's news coming out, um, you know, from from the BBC, from, from Bleacher Report, from everywhere saying that Chelsea have officially pulled out of the Super League well, not officially pulled out of the Super League, but that they're going to. So again, I'm sort of tempted to keep an eye on my phone throughout the entirety of this, just in case more things break. But we'll try and unpackage this as best we can. Obviously, the situation is probably going to keep changing, not just over the next few days and weeks, but possibly even the next few hours. Um, Firstly, I mean, I'm guessing everybody here... um, is, is for, for a start against the whole thing. Let's just get that cleared up to begin with. We've got a couple of grimacing faces and the silence is potentially deafening. I'll wait to see what you guys say.
1: As, as a whole,
2: I'm, I'm very against it, yeah.
0: I don't like that caveat. You, the other uh, two? <laughs> Pizza Man?
3: It's the end of football as we know it. So
0: It's the end of football <laughs> yeah. as we know football. it
3: or is it just the evolution of it
0: no it's are you playing are you playing devil's advocate or is that a genuine this
3: this is a weird thing I don't know because on the one hand I'm like yes it is very bad it's all about money but then I'm like football's been about money for a very 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 long time and yes that isn't right but it's sort of I don't know is it sort of is what it is sort of thing like we're all up in arms, or is it just a case of it is what it is, and we, mm. we move on with
1: it? Almost like If we're if we're if, this opposed to any kind of change, then like it sets a dangerous precedent, and like for the risk of like stagnation further down the line. Do you know what I mean? Because well, everything's everything's constantly evolving. You know what I mean? But is this the right
0: way to do it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it bollocks? No, it's, only, t- only is time t- it's bollocks?
3: I know
0: but I, I, I mean, I don't. I, first of all, I don't think, I don't think football is in danger of stagnating. I mean, I mean, look at VAR for for, for one, but also. Um, I don't oh, think we it's... nearly got through a full podcast development. <laughs> yeah, suddenly <laughs> it's not the most hated thing in the world.
2: I, think
1: that, VAR, was, I was watching yeah. Liverpool last night, right? That's and the there was a VAR call. And I completely forgot VAR existed because there's yeah. awesome nothing going on in the world.
0: But yeah, I'm at peace. yeah, I'm at peace with it now, finally. But I don't think it's just because there's this reluctance to change. I think it's because this, this proposal just, ha- it, for the first time, kind of threatens the very fundamental you know structure that is and not just the structure but the but the basis of for competition and for and for motives and for enjoyment that that's why fans are unanimously coming out against this or seemingly i mean you know there will be pockets of people who who not only see the benefits but are also for it like i mean you're always going to get that mm. um, but generally speaking like fans seem to be completely united against this just because it's 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 so uh, for, for the for anyone who's living under a rock, the, we'll just run it down briefly. So the 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 um 12 European clubs have um basically are, are attempting or have agreed to break away from their um well from their from their participation in the Champions League first and foremost to create a European Super League. So the six clubs from England, Man United, Man City, Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham, Liverpool. Uh, three clubs from Spain, Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Atletico, and two club, three clubs rather from um, Italy, Juventus, AC Milan, and Inter Milan. And basically, the idea is they're going into a competition that will place the, ch- the Champions League. Um, and they're in this competition that those founding members plus three other members who are going to join later cannot be relegated from. You uh, imagine those
1: those other three would be well, the places would be saved for Bayern Munich. PSG and Porto, it seems to be.
0: Is that who they're saying? I mean, but but then again, Porto, Porto sorry, not Porto. Um, PSG and Bayern Munich certainly at the time of recording have have come out to, uh, and, and, to and Porto as well. They've rejected it as well. Now, the reasons for that are obviously a bit up in the air. Who knows? I mean, Bayern Munich obviously have the German rule of, you know, they're 51% run by the fans. So maybe it's too hard for them. I don't know if PSG have the same sort of thing there. But anyway, so there'll be there'll be this there'll be this league, and um, uh, five teams will come up every year to join those fifteen teams to create a twenty-team league, and they will play each other in two sort of banks of ten, and that will become um, a sort of knockout stage, and blah blah blah. So it the Champions League, but basically it threatens the well, takes them out of the Champions League, so that completely negates the Champions League, and the Champions League will become. Null and void, essentially, or just like it will just become the Europa League. And I don't know what happened to the Europa League. I don't know what happened to the poor, Euro- you know, European Conference League. <laughs> poor bastard. From um, that,
3: though, Has, isn't that like because I saw those teams and I just thought that's basically the Champions League down from like sacking the group stages, i.e., the sort of lesser teams. And, mm. and obviously, with that, it's bad because a lot of those smaller teams from those smaller countries get so much revenue and money from being in the Champions League. So on the one hand, that is really bad. But on a more cynical level, isn't it more just like you're scrapping those early stages and almost getting to the more interesting latter stages of it? So like the last 16 knockout or the last eight, obviously with more teams, but you're getting the more bigger teams all playing together.
1: I I agree with that in a sense. I mean, especially when the group stage for the Champions League is drawn, you can pretty much with... Ninety-nine percent certainty. See who's going through already, yeah. and it, it just becomes like, like three or four dead rubbers at the end of it, uh, which <laughs> left with nothing to play for. So I mean, I get it in a sense, but I mean, is that what you really? Is that what anyone wants? Does well, the, anyone the, want the, these big teams playing the, each the, other the, four the, times the a year? The
0: difficulty. I don't think people. I think speaking to a few people about this yesterday, like I don't think the there's a problem. I, I think you're right in the sense that not much will change in terms of. If you support one of these teams, essentially, you're still going to be in a European country. That's not the problem, though. The problem is the fact that it's a closed system. The fact that these teams can't be relegated. I mean, you're an Arsenal fan, Dave. You're not in the Champions League.
3: Maybe that's why I'm so up for it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's. But, but, <laughs> but, to but to the, it's
0: it's the kind of it's the it's the kind of um, you know offshoots and the ramifications of this that are the problem. So if you have this situation where where Chelsea, Arsenal, all these six, the big six can't be relegated. Why on earth are they going to give a damn about the prem? What what are they? They're not.
1: They've said that they'd likely field weakened teams in the Premier League.
0: Well, to, exactly. So you you destroy the, actual teams in the Super effectively, League. Effectively, you're destroying the prem and the Champions League as well, and that will be that will be the same for the Spanish league, and it'll be the same for the Italian league. And well, it's if for, it's
3: still the pride of winning your own domestic, like someone like Arsenal, I can't imagine us. Being like, no, we don't want to win the prem, considering that we've not won it for so long. Maybe like a city, potentially Chelsea, who have obviously won it recently. But I still feel that there would still be some pride in winning your de- domestic league. I can't believe it would be like a gr- early group stage Europa League where you're playing kids like every well, I mean, week in week out.
0: You could say that, but on on look how look how the FA Cup's kind of gone a bit. You know, p- p- the teams play the big teams play weak teams up until the very last stages of that is that's your that's your reserve game and that was once the most you know like you talk to anyone growing up in the 60s 70s and 80s they'll tell you that winning the FA Cup and winning the league were on a par with each other you'd be equally as happy at the end of the season you know regardless of the, which one you had um maybe you're right maybe maybe there still would be that internal pride but if you're not fighting for anything if winning the league doesn't get you anything other than prize even if there's still something there you're severely reducing like the the motivation for these clubs and also you know if the money's all in this other competition from a business sense you know the the you know the upstairs are going to say like why are you risking injuring your players for the competition that matters the competition that's making us money don't play these players in that you know that's that's the issue, really, the, the sort of fundamental—it's—it's—it's it's, it's threatening this in the entire structure of football, and, and not only that, but it's taking the pick. The issue that people have is it's—it's it's completely taken the cutting the top off the pyramid, and the pyramid is the fundamental, um, Ooh, cutting the top off aspect the of, of football because it because nice. it means anyone can go from the bottom to the top. There's nothing that can stop that. You know, obviously, in modern <laughs> yeah, football, raw, raw. Is, your, your football
1: team has literally done that. But your football team is literally gone from the bottom right to
0: the very top of world
1: football. And now they're saying that they want to play in a core system all of a sudden because they're up there. It's, it's shampo, it's fucking awful.
2: I mean, ideally, if these owners of these clubs had this in mind or <clears throat> if this is what they wanted to do, then why don't they set their own team up and just do that?
0: Well, I mean, that's sort of what they... By buying these clubs, that's kind of, I guess, what they... No, they haven't. No,
2: no, 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 because they haven't set the club up at all. All they've done is fund the club for a period of time. They've not been there where the club's been officially established from the original day. Like, they've just gone there. There's, like, like most business owners, they're looking go, is it going to be profitable? Yes, no, maybe. Let's take a hit. And most of these people, most of these owners, uh, obviously just in it for the money otherwise they wouldn't have been persuaded by this because what was it if you if you go into the
0: competition each club will receive 3.2 billion yeah that's that was that was what's banded around i mean like and like Ga- gary neville said it said it best on um monday night football yesterday he was like you can you can understand to an extent why why clubs want to do this you know basically create a new subscription service and, and because they, they want football to be on the phone and if and if you have 100 150 million uh you know man city fans around the world who want to pay one pound to watch a city game on their phone yeah. and you give them the, the rights to do that that's 150 million quid every week every yeah. game that's probably 300 million quid a week like that's you can see why it's tempting but this is, you know, this is why it's it's so kind it's of just
2: greedy. Like you hey, don't yeah. need it. You don't need it. Like end of the day, you know, the Real Madrid president, who's like the one of the heads or CEOs or whatever of this European or super team, Perez. Yeah, he said, you know, that Real Madrid made loss of four hundred million last season.
0: It's like, where's this stat come from? and they're Austin. in debt like i think they're in debt about 900 million but just 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 to cut in briefly uh, again just scanning scanning online so again further confirmation that apparently chelsea are preparing the documentation to pull out not only that man city are apparently mm-hmm. going to join them because the reports were initially that they were the two clubs who were kind of given the ultimatum look lads this is going ahead either either join us or or forget about it, and they kind of yeah. Really and
1: I mean, I, I mean, it's fair play to them for, for keeping it out that long. And they're saying they were like hesitant to join it, but they felt like they had to, right? They mm. felt like they had to because they'd be missing out if they didn't. Yeah. Mm. So my question would be:
2: So they had a serious form. Tottenham or- and
1: Arsenal, right? Tottenham and Arsenal. Why are they in there then? If if, if 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 Tottenham and Arsenal held their bottle a little bit longer with it, which obviously they're not going to. Because come Arsenal, on like, sorry, Spurs,
2: Spurs hold their the mismanagement
1: bottle. of the club right obviously you're going to see the cash injection and the Covid's a big like part of it you're going to see that big cash injection you're going to be like well, yeah get us in there like, we're nowhere near the Champions League places get us in there yeah. yeah. it's just it's just logical but if you held your bottle a bit longer and if Tottenham weren't so greedy and mummy hungry for it if they held their bottle and they pulled out of it as well then what have you got oh you've just got Man United and Liverpool yeah. And that that's not as good as a product because you don't have all of the big six of the Premier League uh, yeah, you've got and, two of them.
0: And and you conversely you've 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 hopefully even if depending on how it, it sorts itself out you've got enough pe- big teams in the prem that will still be able to so you know the, the the Super League won't seem so so um you know prestigious if it's only got 40% of the big teams in the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So
3: if it, let's say all the teams for some reason turn around and said we're going to be in it. So the big six, all the teams that we support, and then football became even more so about money, let's say, became less entertaining, less competitive. And this is sort of jumping the gun, but would it ever get to the point where you guys stopped watching football?
0: That That's the, that's the sort of mad question that everyone, I think, is all, not necessarily not watching football, but it, it's going been going around everyone's minds. Like allegiances have been, in the last 24, 48 hours, have been tested because you kind of ask yourself, like, your your natural instinct yeah. is to support your club,
1: and but and then that, your club's yeah. doing something absolutely disgusting, and you're like,
3: and that's why yeah,
0: you know are conflicted. Yeah, because yeah, people because I, I was worried <laughs> for I was worried for again. I mean, good news coming out right now, but I was worried for a long time because I thought that it, it's so as as you guys have both said there, like it's so hard for people to not resort to that sort of tribalism of of you know, well. I know my team is wrong, but it's still my team and I will defend them to the hill and I will make sure no one says a bad word and when we should all be kind of, you know, coming together and and, and, and fighting it. But it's I don't know, I, well, I don't think for- I don't think I know people do change teams every now and then and can be as big a support, you know. Yeah, and, and, and like Ash, you've got you know, your story is is <laughs> it's not like you know, you've you fell out, you know, if you fell out of love with with football, that way it wasn't like you just decided arbitrarily to switch teams but saying that i mean it even if chelsea went into liquidation tomorrow and just ceased didn't cease to exist i'd probably pick another team but i i couldn't ever you know treat it the same as as chelsea I even mean- if another kind of Chelsea, like FC Chelsea was created. I don't think it would even be the same as, you know, you just wouldn't, it's not the same thing.
3: Because that's something's two different things, because one's stopping spotting Chelsea, but another one is actually not watching football.
0: Yeah, it'd be even harder if they still exist and everyone, you know, the, the, the thing is still there. And yeah, I mean, I could definitely not stop watching football. I mean, I would I would happily just become a, uh, you know, go and watch you know, flipping the local, my local team. I think note, in the now. <laughs> yeah, um, but you said you said earlier, Dave, about like is is this not just about um, you know football? Football's always been about money. You know, is it, is it, is it not just the way that the way that it works now and stuff? And there's a certain point. There's a certain you know, um, uh, you make a you make a fairly good point because essentially, I mean, essentially, the, what this is in response to is the. UEFA's meddling of the Champions League structure which we which we've talked about before yeah. the the what is it the Swiss structure that they were talking about they're going to expand the competition yeah. and all this stuff and 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 I've seen a lot of people coming out in the last 24 48 hours saying like oh you know crimea river UEFA you guys are, you, so, you know you guys are, it's all about money for you guys as well etc um, etc cetera, et cetera. so that there's a, there is a sense of kind of going well well actually yeah isn't this just all part of the same um, you know trick book but it's just on a on a bigger scale but
2: it's, it literally came down to right this it's like say you wafer have got their group of friends on the schoolyard and then the super league has come with a bigger bag of sweets that no one's ever had you kid on the gone box. and gone come on come to me come to me everybody <laughs> And then your wafer have gone, well, if you go to that group, you're not coming back.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's
2: because the wafer have been challenged for the control and that's why they've gone so extreme with all the banishing and all the punishment. Do, do you think they're it's, right in doing so? Yes and no, but it's literally a case of a your dick.
3: <laughs> Haven't they just, like like, played on the emotions of the fans in order... Of course to- they have. 100% they have. So whether... It, I don't think it's, like, truly, like, oh, my word, the fans are losing... Their their teams are losing football. It's all about, oh, no, we're, as UEFA going to lose money? Like you it's, said, Haz, it's, it's literally whoever just... Who's the more the, desperate I, to get money? One's, I like... Think-
0: I think you're right. I think that there's sorry, sorry. No, go on. You finish, finish before. No, no,
3: that that was. I think it's the UEFA one seems better because it's more inclusive. I is trying to expand all those that are involved, but really, it's only doing that because that looks a lot more altruistic. And mm. genuine and kind compared to the ESL being like, no, we're going to narrow it down to just the big boys. It's
0: it's the
2: lesser of it's the lesser of the two evils.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's right. Like they, they're the they are the, the, you know the best of a bad situation. UEFA and and absolutely you know it, this the the pro, probably the driving force from UEFA is the fact that hang on this is our money to to you know mess around with and and, and hoard. That being said, whether it's born from, you know, done sneakily or done honestly, like the words coming out of UEFA, the, the president, I can't, his name escapes me, I, I can't remember, has basically, you know, attacked the, the notion. I think that this is the, the, the big sort of thing is, is that the, the, the creators of the Super League have not even attempted to hide the motives behind this. I mean, per, Peret, I don't know if you heard Florentino Perez's interview last night when he, when he was asked about it. Absolutely
1: scandalous. Most most kids don't like football. Absolutely, <laughs>
0: absolutely scandalous. He was saying, yeah. So he said youngsters <laughs> don't like football anymore. Um he, he also he also had the flipping goal to say, like, well, you know, all these clubs have so many clubs have lost out and lost horribly during the pandemic. So we're doing this to save um, you know, save football and, and you know reinvest in in, in all these clubs. saving, no, saving no clubs
1: that will be financially viable anyway because <laughs> they have the resources. He's definitely you know, the we're father. Really football, no one, no one lower down this pyramid. All these clubs going into liquidation. Yeah. We all, don't give a toss about them because they won't
2: make us money. Exactly. We'll save the ones that don't need saving. He's definitely the father that goes. And, it, and it's the, the, the kid goes, Dad, I want to play football. Is like, no, get upstairs and learn mathematics so that you can do business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he he's he's literally you know it's it's he's he's trying to save he's he's no because you know, you've seen how much the Spanish clubs are suffering at the moment, the English clubs seem to be doing re, s- somewhat better for for whatever economic reason, but the Spanish clubs have been crippled by this you know somehow and he is saving his, he is absolutely only in it to save his own skin and you know you can tell that they. you know again from a bit from a business perspective you, you can understand why they, why they're doing it but they're not even trying to pretend that they're doing anything on the on you know to benefit football they're taking away meritocracy and that is just as, as pep guardiola said today that's not sport and it's not if you can't get relegated if 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 you were just automatically like no this is no disrespect to Tottenham and I, I said I said this before and you could you could launch the thing at a lot of people but Tottenham one last won their domestic league in 1961. What the hell are they doing there ahead of Ajax ahead of Dortmund ahead of um you know Lazio Napoli you know all the all these clubs that have uh you know more to show in terms of history in terms of prestige like Tottenham are absolutely there because they are a strong, a big a successful rich club brand. but right now it, this has taken brand. in a brand. this is an arbitrary point in time that has been taken. If you, if you did if you did this super league 10 years ago Tottenham would not be in it. If you did this super League in 10 years time Tottenham might not be in it who knows how, how it'll probably go I mean they probably will be around but you take my point. It's just a crazy thought to think that right now we've just decided who the teams are that are going to be the best teams in the world for the next forever. For, for, yeah, or the, what was it? They signed a twenty-three-year deal or something mad, and I think that's what's what's completely united everyone in outrage about this. Is that it's 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 such a blatant attempt to take the best thing about football away, whilst the guys at the top get amazingly, incredibly rich. <laughs> coupled with the fact that it's during a time when a lot of football clubs are going out of business, like it's just such a slap in the face. Oh,
2: so, when that two point uh, sorry, three point two billion, is that an yeah. upfront payment because of the twenty-three year contract?
0: <clears throat> it, yeah, so that they would get that upon joining. I think JP Morgan came. Yeah, uh, JP Morgan ones Investment Bank, which is you know,
3: Ooh.
0: and oh, and again, you can see why you can see why it's it's tempting, and and indeed, I, I don't I don't particularly excuse. So, uh, you know, it, Chelsea, so really, uh, from, for the
2: twenty-three years, you would get one hundred and thirty-nine million.
0: Yeah, but then of course, Each you, year. but you're getting far. But more you're getting money at long. the end
1: of the years as well. Yeah, yeah. So this is just whatever, one, one whatever off upfront up cost. Service they mm. they set up and stuff. I mean, it's very. It's
2: a lot of money. It is a lot of. Money. Oh, yeah, I know. I know it is, but it's just like,
1: wow. I was the I was... The, the part I'm struggling most with it is. And the part that's really just winding me up more than anything else is that these owners have gone above everyone. They've, they've gone mm-hmm. above even their directors. A lot of the, like, the directors in the clubs have like, voiced their opinions about this and, and said that they don't want it to happen. They think it's not a good thing. And these owners just haven't cared. They haven't cared about what the people they employ have said. They don't care about what the fans are saying. They don't care about what anyone in the world
0: of football is saying. They, they just yeah. don't care. Well of course and this is something I said And um, we're supposed to you, trust them. Yeah. It, it, I said it a few times not that it is smaller thing now but I've said it before we cannot americanize football we it just because as you said Ash like these guys are purely interested in the in the american uh, models of sport the 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 flipping franchise models the subscription models and all that sort of stuff there's the and it, the, the, the only way the only people it, it truly benefits I, you know i mean are, are the owners i guess you could argue it benefits fans in other countries but ultimately the resulting the results from this are that you know the fact that the, the the sport gets worse and the product gets worse and no the one... issue
1: is when you have a brand as large as the premier league clubs of real madrid or barcelona mm. is the majority of your fans are no longer around madrid and they're no longer around barcelona they're not in tottenham they're not in liverpool they're yeah. all over the world, so you tailor to where the, the the audience is the strongest and the most people will say it. So China and America.
3: What what did we expect? I mean, sh- like, should shouldn't we have seen this coming? I mean, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty vision, but you've mentioned all of those businessmen. What did we expect when they bought our clubs? We obviously wanted them to bring sort of success, invest, but sh- like somewhere down the line, should we have seen Anticipate
1: this? Do we have? Anticipate? I think a lot of people have, haven't they? A lot of people have been saying it for years. There's a book, it's, and, it's definitely... uh, the the Billionaires Club. Um,
3: hmm.
1: It was written about it, uh, which goes into step about all the these um, billionaire owners hmm. and what their um what their intentions really might be.
2: Hmm. I think it's definitely the timing of it has been mentioned out here, there, and everywhere. But the fact that they've done this. Like what? A day, maybe two days before the official name announcement of the Champions League. There's obviously the announcement. Not, yeah, like the announcement of this happening and when the clubs, ha- you know, signing up. It yeah. two days before the Champions League. We're gonna announce the changes to the Champions League. Oh, I
0: see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's ultimately
2: so, the uh, sorry. Go on. So, so <clears throat> naturally, when that happens, not only are you wafer for in a position where. They're wanting to promote the Champions League, and you know, in, a, in an ideal world, nothing's gonna you know distract them. They've obviously the heads are gonna have going to have been turned because like, oh, we've actually got a bigger issue right now. How we're going to deal with this? Are we still going ahead with what we've planned for the Champions League? Are we going to have to spruce it up a bit. How we're going to tailor it towards these clubs to make it more attractive? If we're going to lose any clubs, then what do we do?
0: Well, yeah, this this was what they they were. um, A lot of people have said, and it's particularly initially, is that this this was a bit. This was a very very hard, um, and you know, brave negotiating tactic against not only the 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 changes that they were going to make to the Champions League, which, as you said, earlier, I didn't realize that it was it was coming out in a couple of days. Um, but also just just to kind of basically say look you know we are the clubs that make make you this money you should not have the power to to change to change all of this stuff and we mentioned it before like you know yeah it probably is a bit hypocritical for us to get all up in arms about all, you know about all this stuff when essentially it's constantly going on um, so you know i don't and, and dave what was your what what, what what was your point before that you said something just before just before Rose said, you said, "Oh yeah, should should we? Yeah, um, should we not have, uh, have expected this?" Um, I, uh, Steve Parish was on Sky Sports. who's the Crystal Palace chairman. He was on Sky Sports yesterday, saying this could be seen as the the day football saved because it will have sparked this whole the the brazenness of this move. Will spark the you know the domino bring the domino effect of change to as you said puts put things in place to stop this from happening again because you're right like we are very just gradually 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 getting further towards the only way to be good at football is is to have a rich owner uh, you know commercial success blah 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 it has all it has been going that way you know since the birth of the Premier League since the Champions since League Jack yeah since Jack Walker all all that sort of stuff I mean I was I was looking last night I was researching how the Premier League um, you know was was born basically and, and it so many things uh you know it just echoed from you know from, from today and and you know it was even called it was even going to be called a super league at some it's, point yeah um they decided it'd be too controversial to um to, to name it that yeah. so they decided not to so i think you know uh, whatever they happens... knew
1: like 21 years ago <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so think... yeah you're sorry go on
3: no no i was just gonna say I like ashley i completely agree i think there's at the fundamental level there's a human element that's missing there's that there's that lack of passion and lack of enthusiasm and lack of humanity when it comes to the fans when it comes to what football is all about but Mm -hmm. then on the other side on the other hand I'm like these are businessmen like it's like saying to Lord Sugar invest in my business but I want you to be a bit more passionate I want you to be a bit more tender a bit more human. He's not going to do that. He's there to make money. So what were we expecting when we had someone like Stan Croninger who's a businessman? Own a
0: production plant then? Don't, Don't own something that has people's passions in it? Yeah, we, we could argue that there's there's a certain level that so there's a certain kind of um certification, I guess, that, that sport holds other than you're right, Dave. Ultimately, these guys own these these clubs.
3: Everything's everything's there to be commodified, unfortunately. What? Yeah. yeah is. That is the that is the horrible, horrible truth.
0: But so now is there not is there not is this not the perfect time to justify I, I guess the only way you could do it mm. is to legislate and and put put stuff in place to... I mean, I I think, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but ultimately the the 51% fan stake that the German league as Has mandated, as has made official. It seems, seems to have worked well. This mad it, thing that everyone hates is then, but prevented. Liga,
3: you, but then Bayern Munich abuses the Bundesliga by buying all the players. You're, you're right. Yeah. It's not rather than good. rather than being monopolised, they're the ones that want but, to be in control. But, the, of the, but the
0: Bundesliga itself is in really good shape. The 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 all the grounds are uh, are in good shape. The fan attendance <laughs> is brilliant. The product is good. The G- German Pretty football create, creates really good. Yeah. I agree that Bayern Munich have have. Developed a situation where they, when they, you know, they're they compete. They
3: own the Bundesliga. They, they are the big bads of the Bundesliga. There needs to be something like. Well, then proper. it takes an impartial body to be a governing body, to who aren't going to be biased, who aren't going to be impartial to do that. And the reality, and is that's that's, that's, that's what, what Gary happened. Neville was saying, weren't it? Well, it, the reality it's always... is, it's probably not going to happen because full money talks. I think. <laughs>
0: I don't I don't think it'll happen if if this breaks down immediately mm. but I, I learned and I I'm not 100% sure this is I'm going to get this absolutely right but I read that there is a there's sort of um, law behind the idea that if if it's judged that the owner of a club football club is is doing things not in the not in the interest of the country I think it is or it could be the it could be the business or something but I think it's the country then the government can step in and and um, force a change of ownership like they, they can force a purchase of a, 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 and so like that would be a kind of in theory that sounds good cool. but, but well, I, th- I think the argument can be made that it's
1: not in the best it for the country because i mean the premier league's a massive export across the
0: world you know what yeah. i mean if they oh, oh if oh, sure oh, if they if, they go, the it, if they go through with it if they go through it it's definitely not good for the country and i, I don't know whether that would mean the government would, would eventually do it but they'd certainly be justified to at least attempt to, to try it i don't know how how it would happen but just
2: just looking at my phone less mm. than 5 minutes ago don't know how true this is but uh florentino perez no problem we will create our own manchester city and chelsea with that <laughs> With that in mind, with Arsenal, <laughs> will they then create a what London blue team, Manchester <laughs> blue team? Oh, so brilliant! You're like a pet, no, but like Pez, like I, Manchester Jersey yeah. Merseyside blue, and oh, blue, side red. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tame side. Like, I Like In my, what are gonna do? Like, there's gonna be is it gonna be a brand war where it's like the, the official Manchester oh. City or the Super League Manchester City?
0: I mean. That would well, be I mean, mad.
1: There's, there's a lot of Manchester cities around the world, anyway, isn't there? Yeah,
0: yeah. The you, you've got quite yeah. a few cups. <laughs> yeah, there's
2: like 12 in total. City football group have got quite a lot. Yeah, we're monopolising the world around Ronald slowly but surely. Yeah, wow. but not in the, um, not in, not in the same. I mean, I guess
1: I, I understand it in a way, but it's just obviously like it's reported that UEFA takes seventy percent of the revenue from the Champions League. And then thirty percent is distributed among the clubs. Not sure how true that is, but seems about right. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think the, the argument could be made that the more than seventy percent of that revenue comes from these fifteen teams.
2: I think for for, for the
1: something. F- I, f- I think you could make that argument that all of that comes from there. So I mean, the clubs are probably entitled to more of that money, and that's that. what they've been trying to do for years. And that's why this European Super League idea keeps coming back round. Because they you want more can, money,
0: and yeah, they're using it as a way to kind you of threaten welfare. And this time, they have just kind of yeah, yeah it, 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 it makes it makes total sense from a from a financial from a sense from a financial sense, even from an entit, entitlement sense. But this is this is where we, as a as a sport, we cannot let it happen because you you kill the sport. Imagine having never Le, Leicester will never be able to win the league. You know, do, do what they did again. That will never happen. Ever again, and as well as they've been these last few years, it's all for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Because it's they're because they arbitrarily considered not to be part of the elite. Maybe if they did the league in ten years, they could have, they could have been. Because Leicester, are they've, a big they've team been now. the
1: third best team in the league consistently now for two
0: years in a row. Yeah, West Ham. West Ham are going to earn. You know, possibly going to earn a place in the Champions League this year. If I can forget <laughs> yeah. about yeah. that. And they man. deserve <laughs> it. They deserve <laughs> to be there because they've played well. And they've and got I, the result. And Arsenal are going to finish tenth, but they're going to get in. You know, it's just, yeah, it's just Woo. ridiculous. <laughs> Everybody yeah, wins. is, is, yeah. is free half <laughs> for finishing tenth in the yes, sir. Yes,
3: sir.
0: so uh, it's, it, it. It makes sense. You, I can understand where it comes from, and and, and it will probably something will have to change
3: going forward to, say,
0: uh, to quell uh, these fears. But sorry, to uh, but uh, but I just we we it cannot ha- like it will be the death slow death maybe but it will be the slow death of the sport if anything resembling this is allowed to happen it just you know and uh, even even if the Perez quote that you said their row is true and he wants to go and create a load of clubs like let let him do it I'm sure that that they'll be able to legislate to stop players going or, or whatever it is you know they'll be able to do stuff and he it'll die on its ass
2: no matter what has happened so far in the last few days regarding the uh, Super Europa League or European Super League, whatever it's bloody well called. It's got to be dead in the next two weeks anyway. Super
1: um,
0: Europa League, severe.
2: I yeah, love super, that. Yeah, <laughs> the you know the Champions League. Yeah, so it's the Champions under, League is
1: the Super Europa League.
2: <laughs> it's gone. It's gone under a bit of uh, a reshape and a restructure, and you know, giving off what a lot of the the managers around. Um, you know, around the globe,
3: have said they're not overly impressed by it. Oh, they're yeah. not impressed by more inclusivity. Oh, well, and
0: okay. and neither and but neither were the, neither with the fans. I don't think the fans were were a bit like. It's funny that the kind of enemy of football has so quickly moved away from UEFA. I mean, the enemy of football is probably a bit strong, but but yeah, the people were kind of going like, UEFA, stop messing with the competition. There was the f- fast that was Euros 2016, where. Mm you could finish third not win a single game yet qualify like and they're doing the same for the champions league aren't they now like this whole swiss system is basically saying you can you can just you but isn't
3: that a bit hypocritical the fact that they're like oh we don't want these potential new lesser sort of countries entering into their teams but then with the ESL, they're like oh no it's not really being inclusive Why is it just giving those power to like the the bigger clubs surely by expanding it you allow for a wider berth and for more smaller lesser teams you don't get that sort of exposure to be able to come in and earn up some money and some revenue and just just generally help the club and potentially even the country as well
0: yeah i uh, yeah i don't know i don't know what the right uh, answer is for this and and i, I guess you're all what UEFA always going to be posed the problem they're always going to be posed with is is as ash has said a lot of times like these 12 clubs or however many 15 clubs will always say well hang on like we bring in the numbers we bring the money in we should get more of a share and etc cetera, etc cetera. um you need to stri- you need to strike the right balance I-, I don't think i don't think accusing uefa of hypocrisy is is useful at the moment not not just because it's not helping the cause but just because it's, it's like saying you know S- Stalin, hang on! You can't fight the Nazis because you're you're a genocidal maniac too. Like, no, fighting the Nazis is, is important. I you didn't
3: know? even mean UEFA. I meant the clubs are against the expansion of the um of the Champions League.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean without knowing in detail, I mean, uh, someone else may know in exactly what they were, what they were protesting. Man, I just, I just, my protest protestations were just like it. It, it ain't broke, don't. Why are you fixing yeah. it? It's a good system. It works.
1: I think there's a, the, a lot of the arguments are about the way the money's broken up, uh, yeah. but also about the, the way the extra Champions League places are distributed.
3: Oh, so, yeah, for instance,
1: France France are getting one right off the back to bring them up in to four with the other top five European what leagues. What do you think of
3: that row? <laughs> Find a, we'll, we'll
0: find Look, a word. Roe can officially not say a single word because the Chief Farmers League Club has has rejected <laughs> the proposal that Man City accepted, so he cannot say a thing now.
2: Because they would have been dick Have they
3: reached over. two semi-finals in the past
0: year? <laughs> also, the
1: the pushback is on the amount of games that I think with the the new introduction of the
0: new games and the new teams, it'd it'd create a hundred extra Champions League games. Yeah yeah you mean sorry this is for the um, for the new proposals yeah, that, yeah that, so, exactly. so teams, you know, the clubs were pissed off about it
1: yes yeah, so they don't want to play that much football <laughs> yeah and no like do we need 100 extra games is the is the argument do we need these 100 extra games no we don't there's plenty of football on tv you can switch on the tv channel at any time during the day and you will be able to find a football match
0: so know, why do we need 100 extra maybe the answer lies in just a, not necessarily a complete change around of how the tournament's structured or the money's structured but how the how the sort of television subscriptions work or not even that like the just the access to because let's be honest it at some point it will go to phones won't it because it has to like there's no way that everything's going to, everything's on your phone you, you, you amazon
2: amazon are in a very good position i think well amazon came out
0: and very strongly opposed the Super League today, which I was very impressed by. No, yeah,
2: but I mean, just are. in general,
0: like, oh, well they're not squeaky uh, okay, anyway. really they <laughs> But
2: again,
1: but again,
0: no, it's, but like, so, it's like you
1: the know, the hypocrisy that they can come out and say anything bad about any other
0: business in yeah, the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's like it's the, the Stalin, reason. it's the Stalin versus Nazis <laughs> thing. I don't care if they got a, it is, if they it the League enemy of my enemy, exactly, exactly. It's important.
2: But I mean, I feel like Amazon in a. Probably one of the better positions streaming wise because they're doing a lot of that with the, with tennis. They do the odd game here and there for the Premier League. You know, I just think that if anyone's going to pile all the money on it, would then be say all this,
0: and it'll just be in sport because Sorry. they'll pay the most money for it. Sorry to interrupt again. This is going to be a fun edit. Um, I've just seen breaking news that Ed Woodward has resigned as chairman of Man United. Yo. So, this is no, <laughs> this, is, this is this is what I don't know. So, I mean, it uh, the only Wait, thing's
2: what? United. I bet Gary, Gary Neville's
0: I gonna pop it
2: on. I bet what's happened is Ed Woodward
1: has what? gone to the Glazers and said, Yeah, hey, mate, this is all kicking off, <laughs> and maybe we should back out.
0: And they've gone, Right, well, if you think that, piss off, yeah, yeah, because because they that was that was what Gary Neville was saying last night he was saying when I saw Joel Glazer's name on the on this on this contract I knew it was a big concern because they never get involved in anything unless they wanted to see it through and like he was saying the Glazers put up with so much crap when they first joined Man United all, you know Man United fans absolutely hated them wanted them gone hated the idea that, that you know it was in the, in their hands and all this sort of stuff you know that we were wearing all those yellow and was it yellow and green scarves for ages or whatever we were in gold um and then they didn't care and they don't care to this day and and that was his worry and i think you're probably right actually he's probably said look we i either we i've seen the reaction either we get out of this or i can't continue doing this job and they've probably said because they were one of the the pushers for this yeah them on Uh, liverpool uh that they're, they're, they'll continue doing it. So, I mean... Uh, yeah,
2: because they're mainly, you know... American this is far owners. from over.
0: Because that's interesting. I mean, that means the Man United have no... It'd be, you know, if, if it's split now, if, if Man United and Liverpool go, but City and Chelsea drop out and then... Good riddance, mate. And then people and then forget Spurs, about Tottenham and No one remembers what they do. Just, they can go wherever they like. <laughs> I'll, I'll Tottenham back out of it, if I'm honest. See, I thought I was
1: more on the fence about this, but actually speaking about it, I'm very... I am very much leaning to that. This is disgusting. Oh, of course it you're is. Which we're killing any competition Which in a game the just so guys. you can have secured money every season. Because
3: you're usually the finance guy. So I know. you be like, maybe money's not right in this case. It's yeah, like,
1: exactly. I mean, it's I can really understand hard. it to a certain extent. The thing is, when, when money's been in football, uh, and it's, it's, it's growing over the time, the, the importance of money in football, right? It was never. To the detriment of the football dream, the whole right—we've got a local lad coming through the academy and all this, and all the fans are there for him, and he's doing his debut, and then he's becoming this nice big, big club thing. But this—it doesn't matter about all that. This is to de- definitely to the detriment of the fans and the actual love of the sport, and
3: happy,
1: that's the difference.
3: It should be a happy marriage.
1: There was always a balance, this—this this is just you,
0: taking it. It's gone well. I don't give
1: a fuck about that. But
0: you, you could even argue, like as 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 much as as there was a better, far better balance previously and stuff. Like whether we like it, obviously the, the, the Premier League did wonders financially even for the stability of the English League and, you know, sorted it out in more ways than one and brought a lot of money in that was needed. That being said, from 2004 onwards, there's basically been four or five teams who could win the league and no, no more. Like, and whether we like it or don't like it, that was never the case for a hundred years. You know, there was always okay. Maybe, maybe for a decade, you'd have one or two teams, but it would always change. It'd always be a team. If you have a good season, you could win the league. And okay, okay, Leicester did that. But uh, my my point is, I agree that, that obviously that that there was a better balance before any of this bollocks, um, which I would happily go back to. Uh, but you know, um, but maybe maybe this is just a sign that, and this is rich coming from a Chelsea fan. I know that. You know, the more money that the as long as money is in the game in that in in this sort of unlimited sense, there's going to be inherent problems with it, and people will exploit it, and it will you'll create this these sort of you know segregated situations where yes, any any club can technically come from the non-league to win the prem, but without a billionaire, they're not going to do that anymore. I mean, was I, a, um, I mean, I know Leicester did it, but you take you know, my point.
1: There's, there's one thing we um we haven't spoken about yet, and that is actually the players as well. How oh. they're gonna react to this? Will they play? Will they not? I know ch- James Milner came out yesterday, yeah, after the game, and he said, "Well, I don't like it. I hope it doesn't go forward." Yeah, it's like well, fair enough, Jeb's Well said. Cool. And then um, all these does people calling, calling for the them to
3: be play,
0: banned. Say again, Dave.
3: Sorry, Ash. I was just gonna say he might say that, but that does that necessarily mean that he won't play? If. he strikes yeah, me he strikes me as the
0: that. kind of guy that would leave if, if, if it went through but then but then but then uh, but then again he'd be in breach of contract if he did that so it's, yeah. it's tough so you, you, you're all these people asking for them to be banned from their national teams and stuff like mm-hmm. that
1: which which the clubs would love <laughs> because yeah. they wouldn't be playing yeah, any it, international
0: it, football it, it, <laughs> yeah the club exactly
1: so they love that so that's not really a threat to them that's a threat to the players and that's, that's punishing yeah. the players. The, the what do players. they have to be punished for? Like you've just yeah. said, Harry, if they don't play, they've being breached contracts. And all these people calling for these players not to play for their national clubs. And Jordan Henderson's gathered all the club's captains to talk about a way to deal with this, like he did mm-hmm. uh, to raise money for the NHS. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and these are the people that are, are going to be punished
2: I think, for following what's
1: in their contracts.
2: Like, if this was to go ahead, if the clubs were still going forward with it, I would have expected the players and the staff just to stand still on the pitch like and be like, no, make you know, literally make a stand in a sense. But I mean thankfully, by the sounds of things, City don't have to do that. I can stop reporting every post as uh fraud, yeah. <laughs> as a scam, because I was that irate about it. Um <laughs>
0: Yeah, if we, yeah, if we can, you can, you can, you can, uh, you can uh, uh, advertise, advertise your works. idea. Advertise your idea.
2: Well, that, okay. So my idea was um, to report every yeah, your post idea by is Man, Manchester City. Well, no, it was, <laughs> but unless, unless they definitely do a, a U-turn mm. and they go back to jail. Um, <laughs> my idea was to report every post on Instagram that I saw of Manchester City uh, and report it as spam slash fraud. <laughs> you don't have to give a reason for it um well you know if you and do, as we know
0: twitter look at every single report of spam and fraud
2: you know of so, course. so. Of course. But it's like if you know if if a few people did it it'd come up on their insights
0: yeah i mean you if we like, had if we had the reach it, it would be quite a fun thing to do but i, I think as I, as as we said before i agree with you i would love to be able to say like look if if everyone just Immediately stops and doesn't play or refuses to whatever it is. It would you you stop it dead in the water. But they they are under contract and they would be in breach of contract. The the players and the managers are getting as buggered by this as as the fans are. Oh yeah, of course. And they're in some ways. It's why I respect. I've got massive respect for the players who have spoken out because uh, and the managers as well because they're not then really in really tough positions. Like you know because. You know, on the one hand, because it, it, you know you're playing a tough game. If it if it if it feels like it's not gonna, might not go through, then you can double down. But if it does go through, and you're the one who's who's slagged it off and in opposition to it, that could be you out of a job. And then if you're excluded from the Super League, that Super League could be the only thing that's making money in a few years. So, <laughs> do you, think, so do you think City have City have dropped out because Pep Guardiola has gone in and complained? Yeah, like, oh my God, I was sorry, Pep. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think it's... it's Obviously, I think it, it, the two so far they have spoken <laughs> Tuchel out... Tuchel's
1: threatened to bring Lampard back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like Guardiola and Klopp have, have come out and I think I think it was important for both of them to do it. And, but they're in the easiest positions to do it because both of those clubs owe so much to those managers. And to an extent, they can both leave without it really being that detrimental to them. I mean, I know Pep wants to win the Champions League, but you know, take my point. I was disappointed Tuchel didn't say anything last night. But... I, you, you slightly forgive him because it's like he's just arrived. He didn't have any sway. Like, Chelsea, if they wanted to, could probably just go bugger off. Similar thoughts thing with Arteta. Like it, Ryan Mason. Obviously, Ryan Mason, Ryan Mason can say whatever he likes. He's the king there. He's just... Uh... <laughs> I, think,
1: oh, I, I definitely think is. Jose Mourinho would have said something. I like
0: to
2: think. It, it would have been interesting, though. Like if, if it was to happen, then all the players and managers just went... They took a stand and then they went, all right, then he sacked... And then you've got like, all these free agent and free managers like, I mean, yeah. Burnley getting pepped by the and...
0: Well, that was it. That gif I sent of um, Burnley versus Real Valladolid in the, in the Champions League yeah. final. Yeah, and it's... Look was, at us. Look at um, us. Who'd, who'd have thought? <laughs> not, not me.
2: What's it called? The actor.
0: Paul. Oh, Paul, um, Paul Rudd.
2: Paul Rudd, yeah, that, look at us. Look How do we that. get here? <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, but while well, on the subject of, of Ryan Mason, let's talk about his uh, his predecessor. What was his name? It's uh, kind of mini, mini Ryan, Portuguese Ryan Mason. Um, so Mourinho oh, was, gone. Was I, a reason. Now, I, I go, While we're talking about Mourinho, like, I initially, my initial reaction to this, because it, obviously he got sacked about just a few hours. I know it was in the morning, wasn't it? It was in the morning after the announcement of the Super League. It was Monday morning. There were reports on, of
1: him... Kicking off massively and re- refusing to take the players yeah. onto
0: the training pitch about it doesn't doesn't Mourinho against sacked feel like ages going out? Um, but I initially thought, and I think I said, I can't remember if I said it to you guys or not. I initially thought that that was a Mourinho's cover because he because you know it sounds like he's going to leave. It sounded like he was going to leave anyway. Maybe it was his way of getting out in a kind of blaze of yeah, you know, I'm doing a good thing. I'm not leaving, you know, because I've failed. But I've had, the more I've thought about it. The more I think, it's actually Levy covering his tracks because Levy's the one that took the big gamble on Mourinho. Levy's the one who's happy signing up to this Super League, and Levy is the one that knows if he sacked Mourinho at that exact time, no one would give too much of a shit. And it didn't. It's you know, it's like he's a a fantastic
1: businessman, isn't he? Well,
0: (laughs) he's he's a fantastic chess player when it comes to publicity. Well,
1: it's it's like. um, they know it's going to get a massive amount of backlash and this is what the fans are calling for so and given give what they of... want whilst also shafting everyone else and <laughs> yeah. maybe the fans will stay on side it's, but... it's really good if that is what it is and i don't I don't think it is that is fantastic publicity like, management from him I, <laughs> I don't I don't think he has the ultimate say in this Super league I really don't I think it's above <laughs> him. I mean but <laughs> it I was watching that Everton game right? Yeah, I was watching that Everton game, and after that, you could there was a there's a feeling that that's probably his last game. Mm. So, and it's, it's not like he's been sacked out of the blue, and no. the results have been really good, and the performances have been really good. Because then that'd be a
0: lot more suspicious. Well, there was the but other. We've been was, awful. There was the other no, um, idea that they so they wanted to sack him before the cup final because in the event that he won it. It would be difficult, harder to sack him to, yeah. in, the, in the eyes of the fans,
3: mm-hmm.
0: which, I, which which I get because I know that that stuff happens all the time in football. I don't think it would have been, <laughs> to be honest. No, but then, but then but then you not want to, like if you won the trophy and that's your first trophy since 2008, you can you can you can bet a lot of Tottenham fans who, you know. Yeah, but I mean, so many Tottenham fans you know, like even
1: myself like I was I was in two minds about watching the Everton game because I was completely bothered. Yeah, like, it's going to be boring. I already know what's going to happen. We're going to go ahead, and then they're going to score, and we're not going to win the game. And it's exactly what happened. It's exactly what happens every game. It's like some in two minds are watching it, and a lot of play- a lot of people are. Like if, I was on the first pages. The amount of people say I'm not even watching it, but if you and that's that's where it's dangerous. Probably
0: if you've finished the season strongly maybe not get top four but like you know just pull together a few wins did it did an arsenal and Dave will know what I'm talking about here you win you win a cup and and do a few things at the end of the season that makes you makes you forget about all the crap that's come before it and then you convince (laughs) yourself like would you would you have been I know right now because you know for the last few weeks you've been you know you wanted Mourinho gone and obviously you're happy with it now but had that happened, do you think looking back, you might have got to the end of the season with a cup under your belt first in however many 13 years? Kind of gone, Well, you know, we've got a cup and we were picking up pace, you know, back at the end of the season. No, 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 oh, so who's replacing I gave them
1: enough chance? We went when we went when we went out of that Europa League was when I made my mind up when we right. lost a 2 0 lead and lost 3 0 to Dinamo Zagreb. Well
0: it's a good thing you're never gonna have to worry about that competition ever again.
1: Exactly. <laughs> this is why we've left because that was embarrassing.
0: I yeah, can't that, believe not... if this goes
1: through, I can't believe that was our
2: last for
0: competition yeah, performance. Yeah that, that, would be not a good that was fucking
1: disgraceful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what um, you need you need to quickly go back to the shops and get the Champions League or your Euro- Europa League badges put on the shirt. <laughs> That'll be the last time, I and mean, it'll bump up the value of that shirt for years to come.
0: Yeah, that would be okay. Yeah. I just want to cut in briefly because I, I will I will burst if I don't mention this. So, uh, breaking news again Andrea Agnelli has resigned, the Juventus chairman, but that is more key than Ed Woodward because he was one of Florentino Perez's like un- vice chairmans in the whole Super League thing. So, that is huge news. Uh, I would not be a t- eh.
3: Does that mean, it's falling apart then. Well,
0: it looks like it. And, and that if that, if that, if this continues, oh, I, I would not back be surprised out, if, if Perez goes. But this would be great if Perez oh, just quick, go back. fs quick. off <laughs> out of football. Oh, hang on, hang on. Wait, I've just read another thing that says Talk in Italy is Agnelli has not resigned. So it might, um, it might not be the case. Control Z, Control Z.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, if, if one of those goes, if either Glazer or Agnelli or. Um, Henry. I mean, Henry's not going. I can't see Henry going. Glazers go, Would it not be Henry like a similar go. kind of thinking of the
1: Ed Woodward thing, where obviously he's gone to the owner and the owner said, "Well, what's
0: um, happening?" And he, he's got more of a more of a Perez role. He's he's kind of a, 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 a you president. Know, he's, he's the Juventus family guy, like his family's owned Juventus for years. So if he, the, it, as I say, if, perhaps it's not true, but if that is true, that's far more significant. Like Woodward mm. doesn't have the power but he does. Um,
1: well, I personally hope Woodward leaving and United completely crumble into a million pieces. Same with Wood, Liverpool, same Woodward, with Tottenham, same Woodward with Arsenal, same, same with Chelsea, and same with City.
0: And I'm going to support Bournemouth. <laughs> Woodward leaving United will not change the one bit. If anything, it'll improve them. He's, been yeah, so he, he, he's not very good. <laughs> 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 he just um, he just throws money at everything. He throws twenty quid, what, £20 million pounds more at everything than what he needs to. What was the question you asked Roe, Dave? I, I was completely on Twitter. I was lost in the Agnelli thing at the time. What was the question you asked him?
3: Oh, uh, the would he still want City to be bought by um, Sheikh So if it meant that this ESL thing went through, and obviously all the things that we talked about, the decline of Oh, I
0: see. So and so it, you, yeah. he'd be more likely to want it to go through, <laughs> so
1: you don't miss out.
3: I think it's
0: um, more the whether he thinks the purity of football is more important than the success that it brought. Yeah. Um, but no. So go on. So who is? I mean, just FYI. I mean, this is this is by far and away the, the most. If as long as the outcome is good, the most exciting twenty-four hour period in football. Um, it's from a kind of neutral perspective. So Ash, who, who's who? So who's replacing um, Jose then? What's what's going on?
1: Well, oh, Ryan Mason for um, the next six games. Well, the next six Premier League games, I think, yeah. and the Carabao Cup final, Ooh. which
0: Danny Rose has asked to come back to first team training. Oh, yeah. which I, is... I saw him immediately post, and I was like, <laughs> "Mate, no!" Like you, you, come on now. It's so, funny
1: because he, he wants to come back to the first team, but he's not part of the Premier League squad. Yeah. So the only way he'd be able to play is if he played in the Carabao Cup final. <laughs>
3: Bye bye, regular. I just thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> but,
1: uh, obviously Julian Nagelsmann's the favourite of the bookies. Julian Orglesman would be my choice. Um yeah. very exciting young coach. Mm. Um obviously Sean like interest by Bayern, Bayern have shown interest in him, sorry. And um obviously Leipzig have said they really don't want to deal with Bayern like that, they don't want to strengthen Bayern by giving them Nogglesman, but he's obviously very willing to talk to Tottenham. If we're willing to pay him away
0: with quite a bit of money, which it seems like we're probably going to have, other if, than a oh, no well, well, I was going to say other than like a gentleman's agreement with Nagelsmann, like is there anything that Leipzig can do to stop him going to Bayern? I mean, it's not like you, it's not like you have to. Well, obviously they'd have to pay a compensation on it, wouldn't they? But that's up to Bayern. Um, if they want to pay the compensation for hour, but, but is is there not a fit? You buy him out of it, but buying buying if they wanted to theoretically you could have the money to buy it. It's not like it's not like a tr- football transfer where you can reject a bid, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it, you'd just be paying a compensation fee. But other than like a
1: gentleman's agreement, that but y- you'd hope Nogglesman wouldn't.
0: Yeah, he's a better person than that. I guess. He's, he's lovely. He's lovely. Though. He Spurs through and through. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is so that, yeah so that, it's interesting now because when they when they sacked when Poch left, it was obviously Mourinho was lined up. Well, I was, was yeah, and, and so and obviously it's been that now, and it, and there's been no play obviously Mason's been put in place. So it's interesting that it kind of says they haven't got someone in place, but then maybe I guess you could hypothesise with Nagelsmann, he'd just want to finish the season with with Leipzig before any announcements. There's, so that there's also the, the whole um,
1: would you throw a manager in a brand new manager into this with six games to go where the pressure's on for him to get to Europe. No, you want to give him a wow, Queen's would, later, would the, so I don't think the do. pressure,
0: I don't think the pressure would be odd. like in the same way that, because it, everything it would be like a clean it's well, There's state. no pressure.
1: There's no pressure because we're automatically in Europe anyway.
0: Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, like when, um when Tuchel, when Tuchel came into Chelsea, it was kind of a bit like, all right, we fucked this year, but, but, you know, anything else, and you know, let's let's improve. And now, him getting into the top four, which was the target at, at the start of the year, is going to be seen as wow, what a good piece of job, good work he's done. So, I think, yeah,
1: probably he wants to finish the season with um, but I also think it'd be good for the managers to come in with a fresh, uh, fresh like Queenslayer and a transfer window behind him. Uh, obviously, so he can potentially getting some players that he who- wants.
0: Who knows what will happen in the next few few days in regards with the Super League? But it's it's quite an interesting time to to be trying to become the manager of one of these clubs because because what does becoming the manager of Spurs mean right right now in today? You know what does that mean? Like
1: I mean I mean because obviously Bayern have said they're not in it, so I I guess if I'm looking at it from a awful perspective, then it kind of gives us the advantage
0: that he'd be managing and. European Super League side <laughs> maybe maybe this is part of it maybe Tottenham made the sort of decision to go like we're not going to decide that until we absolutely know what's going on with this because you know there might be yeah a- possibly
1: but I, I feel like Nogsman is the only the only appointment you can make if you are in the ASL because you, you, you're going to need a big manager you're going to need a big name manager and he's very exciting and new and
0: Brendan Rogers.
1: yeah but I don't even think Brendan Rogers is of that calibre I think like Nogglesman's a step above that. I know Scott Parker's been winning, so I think Scott How Park many
0: is. SPL titles has Nogelsman won? <laughs> uh-huh.
3: What happens if Ryan Mason
0: wins the Carabao Cup and you're six? If Ryan Mason wins the Carabao Cup, I'll be
1: extremely proud of him and pleased for him, but he's not going to get the job. <laughs> he's 29, he's 29 years that. old. He's not going to get the job.
0: You know, I, I'm he's four years older than me. My Tottenham sources tell me that Ryan Mason is extremely rated as a as a Yeah, no, he's our youth coach, isn't
1: he? Um
0: our tattoo, yeah, apparently he is very good. Quite, quite no, good. no,
1: no, 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 not Arteta. No, not no, no, Ryan Mason. Uh, I said a, I said uh, a good tactical coach. sense. <laughs> and like, obviously, <laughs> I think the advantage of it is obviously the players are a bit down at the minute. Like Mourinho's getting them a bit down. He's always constantly criticizing them. And then to have this young manager come in, he's basically your peer. Like, he's played with a lot of these players before. So you've got this young manager in, lightens the mood up a bit. Maybe maybe we get somewhat of a new manager bounce and mm. finish the season strong. And then hopefully there'll be a good building block in place there for Nogersman.
0: Would you um there's other people, you know, like I've seen Gerard's name's been been banded around um Maurizio Sarri, who I would love to I see. Don't, I don't want <laughs> like any of them. Uh, i like honestly, I would probably take
1: Scott Parker. I, I actually quite like him. As a manager and you know, I was Tottenham link yeah. there as well. But I, I think this this European Super League would mean that an English cup can no longer be managed by an English manager because they're just not seen as exciting. Um so is is that good for managers in the game? Well, I mean uh, with uh, a, apart from maybe Stephen Gerrard at Liverpool because he's Liverpool like
0: you know legend. And... Yeah, it's, I mean it just depends. You never know with um anyhow. I mean Eddie Howe. Yeah, Eddie has been. Maybe well. maybe a few
1: years ago, but
0: now nah. I think I think Eddie Howe gets the precise opposite treatment to what everyone always says about English football fans. I said I said this didn't I? I might, can't remember which it was. It was like a I think it was the postseason review that we did when Bournemouth got relegated. And I was just like, he he gets he gets away with murder, that bloke. He spends I don't know whether he's the one making decisions, but he spent so much at Bournemouth on like Jordan Ibe and just terrible players for a lot of money. Um, Nathaniel Klein and like, um, Solanke did, did, yes, yeah, Solanke and did, did well with, with Bournemouth, obviously brought them up and, and played good football. But there was a limit, an absolute limit. He never really got into the kind of threatening European places. Not that that's expected, but for the reputation that he had, I was always a bit unimpressed with how. Uh, maybe that's just because he never got the chance to show it at a higher level. But, um, so, so when when we do our,
1: um, transfer pod uh, where we all pick obviously realistic transfers oh, yeah, are we all
0: get... are we all saying like Neymar and Mbappé there what, what because <laughs> we're all going to be able to afford them <laughs> yeah, yeah. well yeah but then yeah I suppose it's just whoever you bloody want uh, after that like it's mm. a good point because all those teams will be just become, we're
1: going to call <laughs> they
0: will just being the same yeah is, is will 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 wages be any problem for anyone after that there's, be... there's been
1: talk of the wage
0: cap in it right i suppose only... but i don't
1: see how that would protect anything other than the clubs in the ESL
0: they but mad so you, you reckon that you reckon that's, that's that's what it does only protecting the clubs of the ESL that can't be right <laughs> do you what, what's next for Mourinho then where what's what is it what is he, he, he said he's not having a break
2: he says he's not having a break, but he's not, go- he's not-, he's not
3: going anywhere. Portugal job after the Euros.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've got a good squad now, haven't they, Portugal? Like, for a long time, they kind of had an okay one with Ronaldo. But now they've got a few, you know, uh, Bernardo Silva and Jao and God, I-, God, I-, God. I
1: feel like he's uh,
0: definitely progressed into this kind of like, international manager,
1: where he doesn't have to see the players as often. You know what I mean? You no, know, I
2: could mm. see him going to America. Well, they, they
1: don't have, the, he doesn't have this detrimental effects on their psyche and their like mood and, yeah. and stuff because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't see them as often. <laughs> no, I think I think he could do brilliant things with a Portugal team,
3: though. So because I think he's I think he's a good manager. He's obviously made for tournament football.
0: Right? Yeah, just very kind of um, pragmatic and yeah. all about defend. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like one goal,
3: defend, go through. That's it. He started.
0: Yeah. And he yeah, football's sort of moved on beyond what made him brilliant. And I guess yeah, I agree. I mean I mean I I, I felt this I felt this after Man United. I think he should have gone to international football and, and I think I think it again, I think it's about time and he you know, he would be I mean if Roberto Martinez is manager of Belgium, he would be an asset to a lot of these national teams. Yeah. Um I mean Garrett is England manager, you know. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean that's yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah it's Um, been a very very exciting
1: 48 hours really isn't it and it's far from over if and god i know even even in this last hour things are still kicking off
2: you don't think that this is just like the biggest delayed april fool's joke
0: (laughs) (laughs) actually actually right i don't (laughs) sake Thanks very much for joining us, and I must admit, just as I'm hitting publish on this episode, I've just seen that all six English clubs have confirmed that they are pulling out... Of the European Super League. Hooray! Fantastic news. What a mad few hours. What a mad couple of days. I'm sure the fallout is going to continue on into the, into the week. So we'll probably be back here uh, in a few days, uh, given the verdict on the rest of it. So until then, feel free to give us a follow on uh, social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Both handles at Edge of the Box Pod. We'll see you again next week. Bye bye. <laughs>